What's going on, guys? I'm Chase Trophy Kids. We got an awesome show for you. We got our first NFL game coming up here, training camp storylines, a great big board segment, and LeBron Insanity has taken over the sports media. So let's go. presented by Bad News Media. It is August 1st. We have our very first NFL football game. Hall of Fame game is finally here. It's a shit game, but it's still here. Football. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm so happy to hear that it's August 1st. The worst month of the year is over. We, we made it. We made it out. We have football. I, I can't wait. I, I, is it on NBC? Am I going to see Alan Chris? I believe it is. I, I, I hope. I hope so. Yes, that, that is nice. Um, the Hall of Fame game, we'll get to it here towards the end. Got a couple little uh, wagers I'm going to talk about. We'll see how it goes. But we got some training camp news to break down, starting right off the bat. One of the storylines we said going into training camp happens every year, right in that first, maybe second week. An injury is going to happen that ruins your team. For the Bengals, there wasn't much to ruin, but A.J. Green is down, possibly out for multiple weeks. You had the Giants, who lost, I think, their entire wide receiving core at this point. They might be holding open tryouts. <laughs> we might be getting little Giants here soon on the field. It has been already riddled with injuries, which, if you're the Giants, not that bad. If you're the Bengals, you're already going to suck. But you had some hopes to, you know, get a couple games early. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, the Bengals, at least, I mean, I don't think they're a very good team, but they had at least some sort of playoff hopes. The Giants, it doesn't matter, because that team is just horrific. I mean, who's going to pass the ball anyway who's gonna throw the ball but i mean it does suck for aj green like just because i mean he'll probably miss like the first two weeks maybe and i mean just coming back into an offense like after they are two weeks into the season and it, you can kind of start off a little slow so we'll see but he's a guy that always seems to have a leg injury which is not not the best as a wide receiver i don't know i don't know he's if you been, do that <laughs> he has been racking up the injuries recently yeah it's, it's a not shame great. I did like Ocho Cinco coming out almost immediately saying, hey, I'll run the routes in practice. Just give me a coupon book to McDonald's. <laughs> so he, he snooped in right on his opportunity real quick. But unfortunately, we will not have an Ocho Cinco signing in or sighting in training camp. We also might not have a Zeke Elliott signing. Yeah. Other big, Probably the biggest news of the week, Jerry Jones coming out and saying for probably the first time in a while something that is actually smart involving football you don't need a running back in today's day and age to win a Super Bowl. Paraphrasing there. Zach's con- Zeke's contract issues are probably the biggest storyline, I would say, as far as what the co- Cowboys are going to do overall. I don't know if you have any thoughts you'd like to express on this. I've got a, I got a couple. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, I just think with the Cowboys, they better fucking pay him. Um, I, I just think they need to pay him just because – Honestly, that team is set up around Zeke. They don't really have the weapons. I mean, they have Amari Cooper, but they're not like they're a team that's built for Zeke. Right. Yeah, I mean, so, as, I mean, as they should be. Yeah, they're in a tough position. This is the problem in the evaluation you have to make. You had to pay Demarcus Lawrence because that defense has nothing right. from a pass perspe- or a pass rush perspective. If you didn't, yes. so you gave him his money. You gave the line their money when their contracts are up. You're making an evaluation on Dak. All signs point to you're going to sign him. So there's two school of thoughts here. There's only so much money to go around. I understand the argument that you don't want to pay a running back nowadays big-time money, which hopefully Zeke is reasonable enough to understand that, like, 
that type of big time money out there is just not there. But you do have a decision because Amari Cooper, you've got to decide what you're going to do with him because he's going to want big money with a Michael Thomas signing that just came out today, five years, 100 mil. And he was a huge weapon for them. I mean, he came on late in the season. He had 53 catches, 725 yards, six touchdowns. But at the end of the day, Zeke is one of the best players in the league. I think they're going to get it done, but I don't think he's going to get the max deal or a big deal, anything bigger than what Bell got, I wouldn't think. I, I tend to agree with that, just because of what you said. They do have three young, very key offensive players all coming up on their deals. They're, all their deals are ending. So, I mean, one of them is going to have, like, they can't pay Dak $30 million a year. They can't pay Amari Cooper $20 million a year. They can't give Zeke, like, $18 million a year. They, you just can't do that. Yeah, no. So they're in a very tough spot. I, I don't know what you do. You got to hope somebody bends a little here. Otherwise, I don't know if you can bring all three guys back. Without They're it, you're probably going to have to franchise someone. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> I think Amari kind of alluded to that because if he was like, if I get franchised next year, I think he said he's like, I get 13 mils. So I'm in a good spot. Yeah. That's why he showed up because it's like, regardless, he's got the deal. That's you're, you're actually pretty right. That's probably the plan. And then try to backload one of those contracts. I would think you'd probably want to backload the wide receiver because you can get a little bit more production out of them as they get older where Zeke's production will eventually fall. But yeah. he is – I don't recommend for Melvin Gordon because I know he wants a new deal. I wouldn't recommend spending big money in him. You can replace him, I think, as a player. Zeke is the kind of one guy, him and Bell, with what they bring to an offense. Those are the guys you kind of got to pay. Todd Gurley's knee's going, so it doesn't look Sa- like it's Saquon's in there too. Yeah, Saquon. All, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a handful, very small minority in the NFL yes. where I'm with most people who are like, it's not worth paying running backs anymore because you can get a cheap guy on a rookie deal and then get rid of him. But there are a couple that yeah. if you have them, I mean, whoo, that offense <laughs> runs a whole lot smoother. And it helps your running back or quarterback because he doesn't have to go out and make every play. And Zach, Dak is not exactly that guy. I don't believe. Absolutely. You don't want, I mean, I want them as a Redskins fan, but you don't want Dak, like, you don't want the ball in Dak's hands, like, having to decide a game necessarily or having to win a game. Yeah, no. You get, I'm, hand it off as much as you can. Hand it off as much as you can. Get your money's worth out of Zeke, especially while he's in the prime of his career. I don't think that's an issue. I definitely don't think the uh, Chargers should be giving up big money for Melvin Gordon because while he is a good player, not to, you know, say anything bad about him, he's a very good player. You can get that running back in the draft, though. Like You can replace yeah. him a lot easier than you can replace Zeke. Uh, Correct. The other, the other fun news in, in this year's training camp is the quarterback battles. We alluded to this earlier. One of the best things I've heard yet is Gruden the other day as the battle for backup and presumably a starter at some point in the season because I don't think David Car- or Carr's making it all the way through. He came out and said, this Nate Peterman, he's growing on me. He's athletic. I know he's had some nightmare performances in the NFL, but when you watch the film, you see you can see why. It's not all his fault. He's got some talent. Oh, he's growing on me, man. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something here, man. Oh, <laughs> God, I love Gruden. I cannot wait because Carr's not making it through. I, I've pretty much given up on the hope that Carr's going to make it through the Gruden camp. So I do think we are going to get a Nate Peterman. He changed it from Nathan Peterman to Nate Peterman. Which, hey, yep. yep, new name at, for himself. Yep, new name, at, new player. New name, new player. And as a spokesman for the Nathaniel's out of the world, you got to get rid of Nathan. As soon as you become older than a little boy, it's either Nate yeah. or Nathaniel. Go with either one. No Nathan. But yeah, Agreed. I cannot wait for a Nathan Peterman sighting. 
as well as we're going to have some little Fitzmagic in September, folks, because Fitzmagic is beating out Josh Rosen by all signs of the measures down in Miami, which is going to be that beard, that flop, and that humidity. Oh, give it to me. <laughs> it's going to be a show, let me tell you. I, I'm not even surprised to hear this. Fitz, Fitzmagic is – he can get so hot, especially early. I, I'm not surprised to hear he's beating out Rosen. He'll probably play till about week eight. He'll probably be sick until about week four, and then he'll just start <laughs> – just, just to decline, and then they should be like, all right, I put Rosen in. And then he'll probably come back around, like, week 15. But, I'm not but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised only because Rosen is essentially a rookie at this point. It's not like he learned yeah. anything down in Arizona last year. He just got the shit kicked out of him for right. the entire season and didn't learn anything. So at this point, he's essentially a rookie with some PTSD from, like, his Very time down in, down in Arizona. So Good point. Yeah, it's not not the best situation. I know a uh, little team updates on our time, a little time to spend here. You got yourself a little bit of a quarterback battle down in uh, Washington, D.C. there, sir. We kind of do. It's like they want to say it's a three-man quarterback battle. I really hope Colt McCoy is not seriously considered. I am so tired of hearing about, like, the Skins fans that are, like, all about Colt McCoy. What has he done? He's done nothing, and he always gets hurt. He's a good guy. He's fine on the team. He knows the offense. But I really hope it's just between Keenum and Haskins. Everything that I've heard so far is that Haskins makes more of, like, the wow plays, but he also makes the rookie plays. And Keenum is just steady, just fine, just, like, good. So I'm hoping that Keenum starts, and maybe we'll get a little bit of Haskins if the wheels start to come off. But I'm leaning towards Keenum now and just kind of let Haskins ease him in, let him learn the offense. Plus, with Trent Williams – Maybe not playing for us anymore. He may get yeah. killed out there. I'd rather Keenum go out there and get killed. This is not true. I mean, I did see there was a, a rumor about Donald Penn, former Buccaneer, coming down to the Redskins. We did but, sign him uh, today, actually. Yep. There you so, go. Um, I'm with you. Bringing 36-year-old Donald Penn. I mean, he'd be good to plug in for a year, maybe get a Trent Williams replacement. You just have to hope Donald Penn is able to hold up and not get injured and is still able to produce. But uh, he's old. I agree. Yeah, I think with the quarterback situation like that, you have obviously Haskins has an explosive arm as we saw in college, but there's a learning curve here. I'm always of the school of thought that if you can, if you can sit him, sit him for a little bit, let yeah. them get their breath caught because if he goes out there and gets his ass handed to him for four straight weeks, it is tough to try to come back from that in that season. And the rookie season is a big one. You got to be a sponge soaking it all up. So I'm with you on that. If if they can't, I would rather have the steady hand in Keenan because at least you know you're going to get average production like it's not going to be spectacular yeah. but you're going to get average production out of that guy while Haskins still kind of has some time to learn and is there just uh anarchy in the training staff room like what's going on here with the Trent Williams thing here I mean so from what I know basically what happened was he had some growth on his head that they told him like to like get taken care of after the season and then so he goes and gets it taken care of him but then they were like scared it was cancerous so he's mad at them and i kind of understand i would agree <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty serious yeah especially uh, on the head <laughs> yeah especially on the head but the, the problem with him is he has two years left on his deal like we i mean yeah if we don't trade him we could be like i mean what are you gonna not get paid for two years so yeah it's, he'll a, be weird, it's a tough situation yeah, he'll be back. That's a little bit of a... I hope he comes back. I, I would, too, because that is still one of my all-time favorite videos is him and Sherman oh. just going at it and just, <laughs> yes. just 
fucking wax them. Um, right across the face. <laughs> still one of the best videos out there. We got a little Bucks watch. Buccaneers PR team, we got to have a talk here. It was on Monday, I think. You know, PR teams usually push out some little clips from training camp. You know what we don't need to do is show Winston getting picked sixth on an out route. That's not what we need to be promoting. They they literally tweeted out, like, not today with the X emoji. And it's Jameson just having a pick six staring down his route. It's like, hey, man, <laughs> let's not promote the turnover machine still having turnover machine problems. Yeah, put, give that, put that highlight of the undrafted rookie quarterback that's in there simply as a camp arm. Don't do it, on, don't do it for Jameis that's just going to get roasted. Oh, my God, it was so bad. Also, <laughs> Bruce Arians looks like Santa Claus got drunk on the beach and got sunburned. It is a bad visual down in Tampa with his burnt face in pewter red outfit, like straight from hat to vest to shorts. It's just one wedding. blob of red. I mean, he's had some all-time quotes this season where he was like, if I die on the field, have a drink in my name and celebrate. And it's like, oh, man, <laughs> what is going to happen in Tampa this year? He looks like the opposite of Andy Reid. Andy Reid, like, looks cold and big and red, but <laughs> like, hot, big red man that's just going to, like, pass out from the heat. Can we get that man, like, an umbrella, maybe a little SPS 100, Muay Thai or something? like we Golf need- cart with a roof. Yes. Pull the Matt Patricia out there with a nice golf cart in the route. Could yeah. not agree more. So some bad visuals coming out of Tampa in the first week. Not not exactly thrilled about that start. Was there a Mike Evans injury? Um or not. I might have missed that. I didn't see it. If that happened, I missed it. I'm not thrilled about that. But uh I don't know if there was. I may have I may have thought of that. There was a ter- uh Tyree Kill injury when which is school. Oh yeah, there he was, was carted off. Ah, <laughs> there you go. That is right. not a good sign. No. No, no, no. Anything to add on the Bucks after that news? <laughs> All righty. Well, somehow that got missed on my radar, and that's now on there. Moving on. One of my other favorite news of the week. Roger Goodell's got to testify under oath. I still can't believe this story. <laughs> I, I saw that on my phone yesterday, and I think I was in traffic, and I just looked at it, and I just threw my phone like on my other seat. I was like, are you kidding me? It's nuts. I can't believe this is a legitimate suit. New Orleans will all-time win the Petty Whores forever. What's he going to say? I don't know. I was in New York. <laughs> I didn't throw the flag. <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait, though, for that testimony to leak. Just to hear the questions and the answers that he gets. But it is the dumbest lawsuit of all time. I can't believe we're wasting our time with that. Oh, It's going to be funny, but I also could not believe the news. Oh, uh, that's all I really have on the NFL at this point in time. We've had a, we're in the dumb period of sports though, where we haven't had a game yet, and so our media is dominated by stupid talk. The LeBron James AAU insanity has taken full effect. It really Jason, has. Jason Whitlock, in his hot hot take of Le- thinking LeBron James is addicted to fame, and that is more dangerous than being addicted to cocaine. Any thoughts on the topic? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely wild. <laughs> I, I just don't even have really any words. Like, is there an explanation? No, 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 no. I mean, the videos, 
Here's where I stand on them. I think pu- this has been one of the dumbest conversations I think we've ever had in sports. Mm-hmm. I do have a problem with LeBron on the court while play is still continuing, Agreed. losing his shoe. Agreed. That's insane. That, that video a- was a little over the top. Yeah, that's a dickhead move. Like, get off the court or celebrate on the sideline. When the play's dead, then maybe come on and celebrate him. I wouldn't have as much. I kind of lie on, like, the we all had that kid who had that parent who was obnoxious at games. I always thought it was annoying, but, like, I honestly don't really care. Like, we got better things to talk about. But the on-the-court losing the shoe, that's a dickhead move. And he, I would have teed him up. We were both refs. I would have yes. teed him up immediately. Because the play's I, still going on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, get off the court. You, you can't do that. No. <laughs> so do they do that in NBA games? No. No. And <laughs> it was such, it was such a, a me moment for LeBron. That was just all about him. Yes. Yes, I, I know he was hyped for the kid and, and his and his kid. I don't even think it was his kid that dunked it, but nope, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was. It didn't look like him, but um, it was just kind of a me moment. LeBron, you know, making you know, it's just, yeah, just and the whole, yeah, and the whole like, oh, stop ripping on him because he's supporting the kids. There, you can still support them and not do that. You can still freak yeah. out on the sideline and not be on the court. Like that is a me shining on me kind of moment. Lost the moment. Exactly. And there have been videos of him where it's clear that he is supporting them and he's not being yeah. over the top. But we, when he is over the top, it's okay to say he's being over the top. And exactly. Clearly, and he was there. There are lines. And, he, and he's a famous person, obviously yes. the best basketball player in the world right now, arguably. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can maybe argue Kevin Durant there. But either way, top two. He gets to do a couple other things that your average dad, average Joe can't do. But there are lines. That is a line that is crossed. Exactly. And bringing it back, though, the whole the cocaine part of it, I mean, come on. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, <laughs> this whole argument has gotten dumb. At some point, it's just like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, like, way to make yourself, like, sound and look more ridiculous than LeBron just did. <laughs> yeah. He probably had his stupid fedora on, too. <laughs> yeah. God. Whitlock has gone off the rails. They've all gone off the rails. What a but- terrible article of clothing a fedora i would never just be like yeah let me let me, let me put this fedora on yeah how does that conversation go you like in the hat store and you try that and you're like you know as a huge overweight man this is the look i want to go with as a big fedora or a skinny dude or should you any dude it doesn't look good on you <laughs> yeah there's not a, they're not a good look yeah bad 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 look bad visual all around um <laughs> moving on we got a nice little uh, big board section today of our favorite gym types now, there's a little confusion when I threw this topic out. It can be gym types you find funny, gym types you find angry, just gym types in general. Doing our top three, as always. After last week, we figured out we were ranking them wrong. We are going f- <laughs> our number one and up, as you normally would with these. Would you like to start or would you like me to go, sir? Um, I don't think you'll pick mine. Yeah, go ahead. All right. My number one. I always get a good laugh after this. I love this gym guy. It is the guy who shows up in a polo in some worn down cargo shorts or yes. cargo pants. Who's just like, fuck it. I'm not going to go buy a t-shirt and some gym shorts. I'm going to take my worst polo and my worst pair of khaki pants. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go. I'm going to go hit the treadmill for a little bit. Go get a glass. of Go get a sip of water at the bubbler. Maybe do some funky little uh, free weight exercise, and I'm going to call it a day. <laughs> Love that person. Get a great, 
good, great chuckle when they come strolling through the door. <laughs> yeah, they're always good. I always kind of feel like I sneak a quick little Snapchat of them. So, yeah, I, I do agree. They're always good ones. Just like the fedora look. What goes through your mind when you're getting ready for the gym? And you're like, are, yep, I'm ready. Yeah, just like, are you looking at anyone else? Like, you, do you not notice? Like, hmm, like, no one else wears a collared shirt on. No, nobody's rocking Ralph Lauren worn down polo with some khakis. Yeah. Oh, all right, that was That's my a good one. All right, my number one is the overly social, always looking to spot anyone in the gym, never seems to be working out, but is always fucking huge. Yes. <laughs> I don't understand that person. I just look at them. It's like every single person that they pass, like, oh, hey, man, what's up? And they have a, a conversation. Next person, oh, what's up? And they have a conversation. Or they go and they spot someone, and you never see them do anything. But they're massive. Yep. I wish I was one of those people. First of all, they have great social skills, much better than myself. <laughs> and they're huge, and I'm not huge, and I actually try, and I'm still not even close to huge. And it doesn't seem like they work out at all. No, and you're always, and they come and spot you. You're like, do you work here? Like, what are you doing here? Like, I don't know you, <laughs> but hey, they're just out here making friends with the world. They make friends with everyone. Yeah, happy go getters. I'm with you. That that is a funny dude to see strolling around, <laughs> just happy as can be, while everybody just else like, is just. You're just like this guy could be looking at himself in the free rights right at the mirror and have a conversation with himself. He could talk to anyone. It's just it's unbelievable. I do like that. That is a good one. Ugh. My next one is the leg day dude who takes every GD 45-pound weight and throws it on the leg press machine and then moves like two inches while usually screaming or huffing and puffing just to let you know that he's got every 45-pound weight on the goddamn press machine. Yes, that those are good sucks. ones. And, also then, funny. and then he's, he's funny, but you're just standing around. You're just like, anyone see the 45s? <laughs> anyone see them? I, I could use a couple. I don't need many, but come on. <laughs> Guy's got every single one of them. Yeah, I ain't Jay Cutler out here. I just I just need a couple, just maybe one or two anywhere. And he usually gets up like, oh, man, just knock that out. Meanwhile, he moved like two inches each yeah. time in his set. Oh, that's a good one. I it's like unbelievable. Um, this is kind of kind of similar, just kind of being a nuisance in a way. It's, it's the person that grabs their free weights, doesn't move at all, just starts lifting right there right in front of the rack just like they they're the only human being in the gym and half their time they're doing like shoulder flies so that they've got like the full wingspan so they're really taking up like 10 feet you're just are you kidding me well you're huffing and puffing with your weights that you just got done with one exactly. i'm standing there with my weights by my side just staring at this person just <laughs> yeah don't mind me like, <laughs> uh, that's a good one my third one is the dude when you're at like a LA fitness or planet fitness or whatever, who thinks he's in a CrossFit gym and he's running in between machines, taking up like freaking four of them. Like, Hey man, let's chill out on all the dumbbell press running over to the lat pull down machine. Then the squat rack, like go find yourself a CrossFit gym. If that's what you want, get out of here. We're just a bunch of average Joe's trying to f try to slim down maybe like 10 pounds. <laughs> Agreed. And they're always just, they're always moving so fast. And it's just like they like stress you out. You're just like, dude, relax. You're sitting there awkwardly, like, hey, can I get a set in or something real quick? And they're taking off already to their next workout. Yeah, that's, that's probably my third. Yeah, yeah. Um, my third is just. I mean, you kind of touched it, but it wasn't really your topic. It's just. It's the classic screamer. Mm. 
<laughs> person that's just screaming. And it's just like, you know, everyone around you is like, is paying attention to this guy that's screaming, but no one's really looking at him and no one's really talking about him. But everyone's just like, you know, this guy's screaming. <laughs> You're usually alone in the gym with nobody else. Yes. Freaking out. Yes. <laughs> yep. They're a, they're a good one. They're always, they've been that way since they were like in eighth grade and got their first white set. <laughs> Super intense. That's just who they are. It's the most intense human. Living with them must be a nightmare. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Walking on your walking on needles in there, and you're just like, oh my god! Can you imagine the first time you have sex with one of them, and they just start screaming at you <laughs> mid pump, just like, whoa! <laughs> oh, alrighty, <laughs> that was good. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, but as mentioned in the first ep- or the first part of this show, geez, man, now I'm all over the place. <laughs> Hall of Fame game, we got ourselves. The Denver Broncos with the Atlanta Falcons, which means we got our first opportunity to place a little wagers here. Now, there ain't much in the preseason. Just just dabbling, getting the juices going, the muscles, you know, warming them up for the season to come. Absolutely. I got two. I don't know if we'll be on the same page with this that I, I uh, am liking here with this. A big under guy in the first couple preseason games. 34 under. Big defense. Denver is working with a new head coach, new offensive coordinator. The game already kind of heavily favors defense because, let's be honest, it's easier to play defense in the NFL than it is offense as a backup for sure. Mm-hmm. Most of these guys haven't really div- dove into their playbooks yet and really fully grasped the concepts, especially these backups because the stars will be out if they even get a series. Um, I'm liking the under here at 34. Put a little something there. Not much, like I said. Agreed. Not much in the preseason. Just a little something make it a little more interesting. I'm more jacked that we got football back, but just a little juice, a little side juice. Agreed. I would take the under as well. Like you said, this just the offense. It's going to be so ugly. I, I don't expect really any of the starters to play because as they, they, these teams in the Hall of Fame game, they have five preseason games, which is ridiculous. <laughs> hey, man, yeah, player they, safety. They have, yeah, right. <laughs> player safety. But so, I mean, they have five preseason games. I don't expect to see any sort of like starters out there. Um, one bet that I'm curious, I'm going to see if I can find it. Every Hall of Fame game, I feel like someone runs a fake punt. So I want to see if there's a fake punt like prop bet out there. Oh, there will be a prop bet for sure on this. Because I think for sure there, there's got to be a fake punt. There, they always Someone always tries to do something kind of flashy in the Hall of Fame games because it's a Hall of Fame game. Mm-hmm. So I, I, if, there's a, if I can find a bet, I'm going to bet yes on a fake punt or fake field goal, something of that variety. Yeah, I'm big in the moment, just throwing a couple bucks here or there on a prop bet, like while live betting it. We're like, oh, I bet you they pass the ball in the next one here. Or mm-hmm. like the, the first play will probably be some sort of a pass. I th- always feel like, I don't know, I have any information to back that up, but it's something I always put, like, what will be the first play? I'm going to go with the pass just because I feel like they do try to get a little funky with it because why not? You're just yeah. playing in the Hall of Fame game. You have literally nothing to lose here. Exactly. I like that. Um, I'm also I'm staying pretty standard with this. I'm taking Falcons plus three for the exact reasons I mentioned for the under. New head coach, new offensive coordinator in Denver. I don't think that bodes well for a team who's trying to learn a who new no playbook as well as you have Joe Flacco and Drew Locke. Joe, Joe Flacco isn't going to play, but we'll get some Drew Locke sightings. I do like the Falcons plus three on this. So let's bring a little money there. I like it. And that's all I really have. I don't know if you have much more. Like we said, Light, light, get the muscles going type of deal here. Yeah, get, get your feet wet. Yeah, just get ready. 
Yeah, make sure you got your bankroll ready. Make sure you keep to your systems. Don't get over your skis here early in the season. It's a long one, but just something to get the juices flowing. <laughs> um, Absolutely. That's what it does. It. You got any final thoughts before we wrap this up? No, not really. Perfect. I got one, mm-hmm. and that is baseball is having a hell of a summer for oh, all yeah. the shit we give them. That Reds brawl last night between the Pirates was one of the best baseball fights I have ever seen. It's one of the best sports fights because there were actually punches trying to be thrown there, and some landed. Uh, yeah, it was probably, like, one of the best fights I've seen in a long time Yeah, in baseball. Uh, what was the pitcher's name again? Oh, God, I don't – I should know better. I just remember Puig – Already been traded to the Indians, just oh, riding or dying, just ready to kill people. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I mean, I just love how the pitcher on the um, the Reds literally was just like, I'm going to go fight the entire team. Yeah. <laughs> There's a picture <laughs> of him. just ran over, and it's just him. <laughs> Nobody knew he was doing it. <laughs> that was a Leroy Jenkins moment in real life. Just It really was. And then I also love the guy on the Pirates. I mean, he was running at him, clearly mad. He points at him. He just just lets him come in and just just sticks him. I was just like, he kind of he should have been ready for that punch. He just took it. Yes, not not very well. Well, baseball fights never get that far anymore nowadays, and so we finally that got was one. a good one. Yeah, that was and, a really good one. Very good one. And the Reds had these uh, suns out, guns out uniforms like a couple weeks ago, doing curls in the uh, dugout. You had the awesome home run derby with Vlad Jr. Like, baseball is having themselves a hell of a summer for a sport that is generally a snooze fest. Agreed. And I agree. Puig was just absolute madman in there. He was just like, let me just get in one last fight. He got in a fight with them, like, back in April. So I also yes, love that. <laughs> with one of the best pictures ever of just them all kind of running at him. And he yes. is ready to go. <laughs> just like, fucking bring it. Oh, I love it. So way to stay relevant, baseball. Good job. Having a great summer there. All right, that does it for us. We will be back next week. Hopefully we win a little wagers here, and have a good one. Peace. (laughs) 